0: Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to Cannabis Karaoke, where we ask you to grab the mic and tell your story. Get inside info from today's most interesting cannabis pioneers, and from the first note to the end of the song, listen up as you get to hear the stories of success on Cannabis Karaoke. All right, we are now back with Cannabis Karaoke. Took a little break for a couple weeks. Uh, You won't know the difference because we'll continue to keep putting different podcasts out and you just won't even know, but I took a couple of weeks off. I went to Indonesia. That's another topic we'll talk about later. But, uh, we just actually finished an event in cannabis club TV headquarters. And, uh, my good buddy who decided to hang back and, you know, burn a couple hash bones, uh, Carl sailing (laughs) CEO of the Hollister cannabis company. He has a couple different brands, but one of his One of his brands is – or one of the products that he produces that I feel is like everybody should smoke one. Everybody should smoke a Hashbone at one point or another. Definitely. Um, But thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for coming down. You know, you're in Hollister, Santa Cruz, about an hour away from each other, but a big mountain range in the middle. It's kind of a painful, fucked-up ride to try to take either way. But we do get to hang out occasionally. Not often in our own hometowns. No, usually in no. some other part oh, of the no. country. <laughs> um, and you decided to hang back into the podcast, and I appreciate that. So, welcome to the show, and uh, let's talk about some th- shit in the cannabis space. Definitely. Yeah, thanks
1: for that introduction, man. It's awesome.
0: You're the man, dude. By the way, you're oh. one. Of, you're one of the people that I really, really, and this is genuine. This isn't bullshit. This isn't bootlicking. This isn't me. Like, I slide you to five dollars. Yeah, nah, dude. It's like I really believe that in this nowadays. If you really have like an affection for somebody, or I don't know if that's the right word, but you should let them know. And like, I fucking watch what you're doing. I watch how you're doing it. Fucking really impressive, dude. Because a, I want to talk a little bit of how hard it is to do business at a Hollister. But like, just in general, this space and like how, just how hard
1: it is. Yeah, you're fucking killing it, it. Thank you, thank you very much. That uh, that makes me feel feel very good. I mean, oh, uh, it, it's awesome.
0: But you're a great person. That's why. I so, Thank you. But yeah.
1: but yeah, you know what? It, it it is sort of a fucked up industry, um, and it's uh, a super fucking hard grind. You know, if you think you've ever, you know, done something that's been hard as far as a business you know, maybe times it by 10 or something. Yeah. Uh, At least by 10. at least, right? And then, yeah, I mean, it's it's not uh, puppy dogs and rainbows. But, but, there is a but, right? Yeah. It is still fucking amazing that we're in the cannabis industry. Dude, I have to remind (laughs) myself all the
0: time, you know, like, uh, it's crazy because, you know, we went so many years being underground and just, you know, smoking weed where we could and like whiffing it away and whatever. And now we're like smoking joints, walking down Las Vegas Boulevard. Um, it is great. It's like, it's like the epiphany of when you get what you ask for. I feel like, I feel like we're like fucking a one day it's going to be legal, man. One day we're going to be able to do this shit one day, one day. And now we're here in that one day and we're like, holy fuck, this thing's out of
1: control. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 not not to interrupt. I'm sorry. That's good. But when prop 64 passed, yeah, I went out in the middle of the street and smoked a joint mm. in, in, in celebration. Sure, even though it's, yeah, you know, not the what everybody wants. You know, right, it's not the end all be all. No, but it's still fucking amazing.
0: You know, people, and maybe that's a great place to start. Like people, it's coming when you're bringing something into regulation that's been in the black market for probably close to a hundred years. Like it's just been underground and you're bringing it to market. There's always those people that want to fight that progress. And, and it, and it's not perfect. Like prop 64 by far and away was not perfect. And by far and away, we've got to do way more work on reducing taxation and just the confusing process that, that exists around the cannabis space. But we kind of need it. We kind of need this regulation. We kind of need to, bring things out in the open for it to become normalized. Right. We got to have progress. Like how does, how does a brand navigate? Like the last two years were kind of gnarly. <clears throat> how, how did, <laughs> how did you navigate that? And like, what are you seeing right now like happening in the space? I mean, there's a, it's kind of a trend going on right now in cannabis. Well,
1: it's moving fast. There's consolidation and you know, brands. There, there's several brands that are getting larger. Yeah, you know, you know so, so so you're you're getting these very large brands now, you know, that are commanding you know decent percentages of, of, of the marketplace, but still within that there lies opportunity, you know as more and more dispensaries come online, um, you know there, there'll be more opportunity for brands to get into the market. And when you guys were when you were
0: specifically because Hashbone wasn't your first go out. Right, it was mighty meds. Is that the first, I mean, no,
1: no, no. So I, I, um, I acquired mighty meds Mm. from the original creator. I think I remember that. Yeah. At the end of, uh, 2017, which is a vape company, which is an old school vape company. And we'll talk about vaping a little bit as well. Old school company from San Diego, you know, a a little backstory on that. So excuse me, I uh, started a delivery service back in, uh, (laughs) Uh, San Diego. And One of them
0: where they would shoot you for that shit probably. Yeah.
1: No. And, um, I, uh, Mighty Meds was my, like my first vape cart that I tried. Cause back then this is in the early days of vape carts. There was first, it was open. Remember yep, O-Pen? I remember open. Are they still around? <clears throat> I think in other States. Yeah. Huh. they're. Interesting. I, I think they're a pretty big company, but their vape was fucking propylene glycol mm-hmm. and 25 30% THC, and everybody was going crazy. Yeah. Because uh, it was a new way to smoke Oh, weed. totally. It was blowing up. And then along came Mighty Meds, uh, and this is in San Diego, and they came out with a kick-ass strong card. It was like 70% and just crushed it. Still
0: propylene prop- propylene glycol? Um, no.
1: No, they, they weren't using any of that okay. shit.
0: Because I think that's right about the time... People started using like a uh, cold, like cold processing or like go instead of
1: like heating it up and doing yeah, I, BHO, they were doing, I I think they were using a CO2 or something CO2. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. CO2. Yeah. Yeah. Cause really the, the popularity of ethanol hadn't come on yet. Yeah. Um, so th- which and, people were and really, and was just, f- this was way before distillate too.
0: Yeah. That's another whole topic. But the ethanol component, people were like, oh, ethanol is bad, but actually it burns off cleaner. Yeah. Than, than the other stuff that we were doing. So Mighty Magic you acquired them?
1: Yeah, acquired them in 2017 and um, launched them again in San Diego and um, grew a little bit. But, you know, as the, the market matured, you know, the, the vape business right now is it's a knife fight out there, yeah. you know, so. I, well, there's I
0: mean, quite a few. And then let's. let's... Well,
1: well, I mean, it's the low. It's one of the lowest barriers of entry from producing a product. Sure
0: you really don't have to, really your only goal is taste, which you can artificially terp, and THC quantity or,
1: you know, uh, you can percentage. Bu- I mean, liters are readily available of this lit. Yeah. I get an email every day. I mean.
0: So then you're in yeah. a knife fight with this oil.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Um, I, I try and that to- was
0: what, you did that for about a year, you think?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and it- you still own Mighty Meds, yeah? Yes. Yeah. And you know it's kind of just hanging out um well, especially w- in this environment w- right now with the vape. Yeah, I'm I'm actually happy that I'm not all you know really all I'm not really in vape at all. Yeah, let's you, so you know, the, the only one... vape that that I do 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 <laughs> uh, is uh we are a filling partner for the Hanu Stone, <laughs> Oh, which yes. I'm very proud to say that we are. But when but you that's say that's under... a different
0: that's a different con- like like consumption product too that's totally not using different. The same consumption, card. And it's
1: under our Hollister Cannabis Co. brand. It's not under the Mighty Meds brand. Right, right, right. I'm I'm pretty much kind of, you know, Mighty Meds is gonna hang out for a while. Well it, we gotta it, see what it shakes yeah, out in vape. Exactly. They they may get a, a polish
0: and come back as something else. Do you think that so and this affects the Hanu Stone too, like and I really haven't we really haven't had this topic like discussed yet because it's still fairly new. Yeah. But like what is gonna like the market is up until uh, this vaping uh, disaster, I guess you could say, because of the black market vape gate, yeah, vape. Well, it. it's like it's crazy vape fuck because yeah. the like, regulation is like instead of like making it easier to be a vape company and putting them under tighter regulations and restrictions, they're just going to stop like no more vaping. It's like it's just this is going to backfire. But like you got companies that are like all in on vape and, and like, vape select. Vape was outpacing flower for the last three quarters per headset like we just had the relationship with right tonight like now all of a sudden like let's just name off some car companies select absolute extract orchid yeah orchid
1: No, but uh, but you, you know what? orchid's got flower though yeah, too. yeah you know orchid uh orchid will diversify sure they just had a press release that they broke ground on some big, huge cultivation facility, so they going to do fine.
0: Doses? Yeah, right. Yeah, but,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, Brass Knuckles, yeah, Heavy Hitters. Like, all those dudes are doing tens of thousands of carts. Oh, huge. huge and huge the amounts. funny thing is that the whole vape, com- like, debacle that's taking place doesn't even really reflect back into our industry. It's all primarily black market
1: but that's what's fucked Karts. up. So like I, I speaking to get emails, like I get messages on Instagram, um, fucking from people in China selling those Mario carts and zero carts yeah. and dank carts and even brass knuckle carts. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, you know, it's like, so it's and easy. so, What's the solution
0: for that though? Consumer education, number one, but totally, but I think number two is the, the world, don't, don't yeah. allow that black market to exist.
1: No. And that's on the state. That and then also, I mean, right? Some sort of way to protect the packaging, you know. Well, they did come out. Then
0: they, I saw something from the bureau came out that they were making these hologram style uh, stickers that, like, when you once they've like been compromised, like they change colors or something. Really. The fact of the matter is, it's like it's going to be for every product, though. But yeah, and that. So then, now that now we've got to buy a, a two cent sticker on top of all the other taxes that we're paying. But my point is, like, why instead of trying to enforce more tracking devices, which I think we should definitely increase the tracking capability, but at the same time, let's like, I don't even think it's like a it's a taxation thing. It really comes down to taxation and the and the legalities of that, right? So if if we if the people if there was a different tax structure structure for vape specifically because it's the most exploited from what you just said, you get emails, does that work? Like do you revert do you like give an incentive in the industry to be a vape company and but do it legit so that you don't lose that category? It's billion dollar it's billion dollar category. Yeah it's huge. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Really? It, it it it's pretty complicated. And it really, it, really it, is. And I'm sure there's tons of meetings in a bunch of boardrooms right
0: now. Could you imagine? Oh man, I don't. So let's talk about Hashbone.
1: Yeah, Hashbone.
0: Yes, <laughs> uh, my favorite. What a great pivot. Yes. Like so, I <laughs> see a lot of people. Like you know, do you know Patrick King, the guy that does a. Uh, Soil King up in the North Coast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he he, 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 he went on a rant cool. the other day about the vape situation, and his whole thing was just roll a fucking joint.
1: Dude. Yeah, man. No, you you know what? Like the data from today, hmm. where uh, Jocelyn was talking about how the uh, the decline in vape sales, you know, like instantaneous, like five percent instant, like already, yeah. but the the you know the the actual sales didn't decline. Well, that went to pre rolls. Right. You know, it went to somewhere else. It went to gummies. It went to, you know, flour. But, um, and and it should definitely go to hash bone. Well, <laughs> I think that, but to
0: that point, I think that, you know, the benefit that we have from the way testing is gone. Dude, Fla- don't, don't get me fucking started on testing. Oh my gosh. But flour, at least, we know <laughs> is not going to, We it's like the cleanest way to consume. Cleanest way to consume. Yes. Right. So when you say you don't want to talk about testing, what do you, why? Uh, do you, dude, why I, do you I've got a group off?
1: on Facebook that bitch about it. Yeah. It's, it's fucked up. So, I mean. And
0: what, what's fucked up about it? Is it because it's so st- like rigorous or is it? Uh,
1: well, I, I mean, no. I, I mean that, you know, from being, um, coming from the place that I come from in this business. Yeah. I love that. It's tested that rigorous. Sure. That's amazing. And,
0: Is it the cost that that it's associated with it that's a bummer, or
1: well, th- that's definitely part of it because it's very expensive. It's about yeah. seven hundred, you know, between six to seven fifty, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, per test per per COA, but you've also tested it beforehand. Yep, you know, so um, so exp- yeah, for yeah, one yeah. second,
0: yeah. Wh- explain that because I don't think. You know, there's this humongous pushback right now for the $50 eighth in the dispensary. Like, people are claiming highway robbery. Like, people want to buy $25 eighths, you know, $35 eighths. Explain to the customer right now why the taxation plays a bigger role in the cost or the end retail price than, than the actual product does or the branding of the product. It's It's the most onerous component.
1: Well, there's several components that are onerous. There's the packaging component. Yeah. You know, it's way over packaged. Yeah. You know, we're generating all this waste. waste. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and, and we're looking for ways to be more, you know, eco-friendly. And, well, especially coming from and, the cannabis space, we're yeah, supposed to be more earthy. Yeah, exactly. But, more but like, like we've instantly tripled the amount of packaging, right. the packaging we're
0: generating. And it's all toxic stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, then there's, um, you know, there's... Taxes on on when it's grown, so there's cultivation tax, right.
0: which is usually how much.
1: Um, so if you're buying three percent trim, it's like forty four dollars a pound or something. Okay, you know, and 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 then um,
0: there's which used to get trim for forty forty bucks a pound. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, right? <laughs> That's what's crazy. It, it's crazy. I mean, it's going. I'm seeing it. I'm hearing people uh, one hundred eighty dollars a pound for trim. Yeah. Yeah, do not, people even? I'm just not I, including the tax.
0: I know people just straight go uglies now and don't even try to go trim for oil. They just go straight bud, you know, and just buy boxes of it so that they can get it as cheap as possible. But but so you got cultivation
1: tax. Yeah, 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 cultivation tax, and then there's the excise tax when it's sold at, at, to at the retail. distributor. No, well, it, the distributor is responsible for paying the excise tax. Mm-hmm. But the distributor collects that from the retailer, right? From the dispensary, and then the, the then the dispensary charges the end consumer, right? Plus Which, other, how much is that? Plus other local tax.
0: Right, right. We'll, we'll get there. But how much is that excise well, tax? Excise tax. Well,
1: the the way we do it's, um, I think it's twenty four percent of um, the wholesale value. So you know, it, there, there's a market percentage. that just right. So like so like, like let's there's say, a whole formula on the state website that you can look up and it gives you
0: the... Yeah, we're trying to give people like the Reader's Digest version. So if you want to go actually calculate and put in real numbers, go to the state's website. But what I'm trying to do is just paint the picture of like, let's say 40% of the cost is born in taxes.
1: But then there's testing. Right. Right, right, right. So when we make a product, we purchase different pieces of it so we have farms that we contract with that grow our flour and and our smalls and products that we use and so when we bring that into our facility we test it you know we can't work on anything that's not tested sure. so we immediately quarantine it and then we run a full How lab. long does it sit in quarantine? Um, it, it depends on the turnaround time of the lab. So that's kind of, and they'll you tell know. you that
0: it's a 24 hour turn.
1: No, uh, five days usually. No, that's, um, the, the lab that we're using now, it's about three or four days, that's which solid. is pretty solid. Yeah. I, I've had two months, bro. Yeah. Dude, you, you have no idea. And then I that weed's just it's sitting painful. in quarantine. Like, well, it was a product, you know, yeah. it, it, it was, um, a bunch of, you know, stuff that we had to get out. It was just crazy. Yeah. It was crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah, and so you so now you have so you have taxes, you have testing, yeah. you know. Shouldn't the end consumer be the one that's pissed off because they're the ones that's wearing all these things? Like they just get passed along. Um, it does crunch the. It does cause a crunch on the whole. Like what you buy, like you know. Let's let's just do a little wayback machine. Um, four years ago, pound to indoor. Three thousand today.
1: Well, right, right now, or well, yeah, let's or, throw that out because
0: right now there's a crunch. Yeah, there's yeah, another yeah. shortage. But
1: but before the crunch, yeah. I, someone was like nine hundred thousand yeah. bucks for indoor from a company that was like, this, I'm not gonna name the name, but craft company. I was like, That's oh right. fuck. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't. It's uh, such build a it swinging commodity when it comes to
0: to the cost of a pound in this space right now. And again, wow. this is California because outside of California. People are still getting two, three thousand dollars a pound. You know,
1: Um, I just saw somebody um, emailed me and wanted nineteen hundred and eighty dollars a pound for indoor. (laughs) What's the eighty bucks for? I I don't know.
0: (laughs) Just like make it two grand, or make it nineteen hundred. But no, no, don't don't do nineteen eighty. That's just you should do nineteen ninety nine. That's just unbelievable at ninety nine cents. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, it's it's crazy how much the legalization and the regulation of cannabis has actually drove the, and that's been the the reflection of the taxation because otherwise, because consumers have set this arbitrary number of what they're okay with paying, frankly, you should be paying $75 an eighth. You should be paying more. Think about it in wine cases. Like you go buy a nice bottle of wine, you know, you paid 60, 70, 80 bucks for that bottle of wine. If you don't want to pay that, you go buy two buck chuck. Two buck
1: chuck. You know,
0: or box <laughs> wine, you know? Box and so, for whatever reason, people want to get the chronic for the same price they're paying to get the what we would consider like earnout out weed, like, you know, just people's really bad homegrown or whatever that's getting $20 a pound. Um, making a pre roll like a hash bone, right? Yeah. How do you, what's like that? I know what it takes. Like people, it comes down to two cents, like on some of these things to be able to make them cost effective. Like that thing's a powerful product. Like how do you build that and get it to market? And what's it, what does that thing sell for on the shelf? I think
1: average. I, yeah. I think on average, it's about a $15, 15 Fucking to $16. Amazing product. $15 product. Yeah. It's awesome. You know, I, I like to have products that are priced, you know, valued, not not like bottom of the market and not top of the market, kind of middle, upper, you know. So, and, I mean, that that's a, a, a good price, especially for a bubble hash infused pre-roll. Yeah. You know, so we make bubble hash, which is, you know, old school, super clean, you know, no solvent ever. Um, and when you blend that with flour, it just makes this amazing. Yeah, it's like putting a little on top. Yeah, exactly. But it just, it's such a great enhancer, you know, it, it enhances the terpene profile. It enhances the potency, but it's not, it, it's like a clean high. It's totally different. Right. I it, love it, hash. That's, yeah. That's... Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like that, that's kind of everybody's typical It's a different, response. it's
0: more of a heady high than, yeah. uh, than, than the quick punch yeah. of smoking a joint. It's like, it lasts a little longer. Um, than then what, just like smoking a normal joint, but that shit's expensive, dude. That's not cheap to no. do. No, it's not. It, it, so how are you? ashes is labor intensive. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And like, and you know, sometimes it's not always, doesn't always come out the way you want it to. You get to get good at it, but it's still like you have moments, right? Yeah. So like how, what inspired you to go that route with the, in the land of pre-rolls and the land of cones out there, like you've got the tarantulas and you've got, like, all these other things out there, um, I think it's brilliant because it's a a lot of people do cones. A lot of people do – and what size is a hash bone? Gram, gram and a quarter? Uh, the current hash bone is a gram. Gram. Yeah. So, so 25% bubble hash, 75% flour. Nice. Okay, so when you look at the market – and then we'll talk about this too. We'll pivot to the one-to-one – CBD I, in a minute, <laughs> yeah. unless you don't want to talk about it. But um how do you identify where you what what kind of category you put out or like what you put into a product? How do you determine that? Like you you saw Mighty Meds, you wanted to buy it. You probably had premonition on the where
1: the vape market was going. Good for you. Maybe subconsciously, you know, some somebody was looking out for me today. Hey, yeah, don't really go too hard on that one, right? And so you pivoted to the hashbone. Well, I, yeah, the Hashbone's um, about a year old now, and um, well, I should say pivoted, but you created yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, the, the, actually, the goal of the company is, is to be a little bit uh, broad on on our product selection, um, so that way um, you know, we're able to be a little bit more n- nimble with market shifts and moves. And but some you things. stayed
0: pretty focused on yeah. the Hashbone.
1: Oh yeah, totally.
0: You know what I mean? Totally. So while you're broad, while you're expanding category broad, like on the broad scale, like but you're within hashbone, you like stayed focused on that product. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. and so, you just hammered
1: it home. And and we're still we're gonna keep hammering and driving that harder. You know, the goal for the hashbone is be the number one infused pre roll in California. And how do you can well, headset can help you know that stuff? Definitely, that's what was cool about
0: tonight's yeah, meeting. Yeah. Um, so who? Like so, when you first brought that to market, what were people's response? Because it's not like not very common. There's, like I said, there's other people that are doing infused joints, but
1: yeah, and 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 there are a couple other people doing uh, bubble hash infused joints as well. Um, but there's not many, right? So it's pretty unique. Um, people's reaction have have been awesome. I mean, I've never heard anybody say, "Oh, you know, that hashbun sucked," or "No, I didn't like it." You know, I mean. It it's got uh, great reviews. It smokes really well. You know, a lot of the infused joints, especially the ones that are coated with shit on the outside, you know, they've run. Right. You know, and, and they they don't burn well. So the the way that we process our flour, um, you know, we take out all the stems. There's no fucking stems at all. You should see like I like to say that we throw out a lot of people just grind the fuck up sure. and roll. No, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. So, um, you know, we have a different standard and uh, it's super important, you know, to, to put out um, an amazing product. So, and, and my my uh, partner and my wife, Amasa, um, you know, she's uh, the VP of production and she actually is the one that's uh, making sure that the products get made. That they're made, you know, to our standards. Um, you know, she's there every day running a cruise, which is pretty amazing, you, you know. And it's it's cool working with
0: your wife. And it, that is rad. She is very rad. Uh, she's one of one of my favorite people, like you are, because you guys just are so grounded in doing such killer stuff. But like at the same time, not really just down down to earth. You know what I mean? Um,
1: how many stores are has Hashbone in now? Well, from from a product standpoint, yeah. you know we're in like we we sold into this year. I want to say a hundred and fifty, something like that. That's yeah. like almost forty percent of the market. Yeah. Yeah. So the goal is to be in. Can you imagine 300 when
0: three hundred? Can you imagine when there's like the four thousand dispensaries? Like they're saying yeah. by the mid next year, it'll be twenty one hundred dispensaries by mid next year. Is that? Are you hearing anything like that or?
1: No, but 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 that that excites I me. Mean, we're already me. at eight hundred. That excites me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean it yeah. levels the playing field a little totally. bit.
1: Totally. I mean, the Hall of Flowers was amazing, right? Dude. But how many fucking brands are there? I'm like, oh yeah. shit. Look at all But those brands. I, I felt like that was a,
0: I don't know, I hate to be cheesy, but it was like a mecca kind of. There was just an energy that was flowing there yeah, that was, was really good. Yeah. And people were getting work done and there wasn't a lot of weird BS. And there was an after-party. The after-party at the Flamingo was popping. You know, <laughs> There was crazy. thousands of people there. Way too many people. <laughs> I felt a little claustrophobic. I smoked a hashbone, grabbed it in the middle. Vice, don't grab the hashbone in the
1: middle. No, no, that was a Reacher. Oh, was it? Oh, wait, the, wait. The, that was the R&D, Megabone. Oh, that was right. yeah. yeah. The mega bone, yeah. So you grabbed it It had distillate on the outside with teeth. Oh,
0: but that thing was like eating the best donut in the world when you're smoking <laughs> that. You know, just tastes so good it and was like awesome. that. Like I said, it's just a different high when you smoke those things. It's like a little more full body. And uh, now that the Hall of Flowers is a good show, man. I think it's because those guys will they keep everything fairly uniform. Yeah, like you're with Indus, right? And so it's like. You guys have a whole... Yeah, Indus gets the whole row. Yeah. Yeah, it's the second... Uh, it's like if it's Monopoly. Second season. If I'm going to say if it's Monopoly, it's like the uh, Illinois Avenue to Marvin Gardens. It's like the Reds yeah. and the Yellows. It's not boardwalk property. No. doesn't need to be. No. But it's like right where you're like always passing that corner. It's like yeah. right after free parking. There you go, <laughs> right into Indus. But uh, it kind of just levels. I feel like the way they lay it out, it's like it really benefits the brand the brand doesn't have to do much besides sell itself and like have whatever collateral it needs. doesn't have to think of the actual layout of the booth. You can be open, you can have glass cases, you could have it on the wall, but everybody pretty much has kind of a similar look.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the main shell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and then there was nothing that could be up higher than that shell. Right. You know? So, I mean, I can see over the entire show. Right. Which is pretty cool. I think that was amazing. Yeah. It's, it's like, Their
0: second or third show,
1: that's the third season.
0: So yeah, I I didn't go to the first one. I didn't either. I went to the last one, and I went to this one. Yeah, we had a a
1: booth at both of them.
0: Yeah, both great. And I felt like the traffic flowed really well. I don't know. I just felt like I got a lot. I felt like I got a lot done in a short amount of time. Yeah, which is really cool. So the next shows, what what's coming up next for you?
1: I think. Probably MJ Biz. I don't know. I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of burned out on that show. I've been to all of them, you know? Yeah. But I, I guess I got to go and party. I mean, that's all I do there it's, and, and see people. It's a network. It's a ne- <laughs> Whoa, what was Whoa, that? What happened there? <laughs> Whoa, I feel like my other ear came on. Yeah, so that's why I can fucking hear myself now. Whoa, look at the spike we had. Jesus. You got to edit that out.
0: No, that's weird. What happened? Whoa. Your faulty fucking wires. No, there you go, dude. <laughs> no, so it doesn't matter how it's come. The mics are different than the earphones.
1: Oh, oh okay, and cool. I think so whatever- this is going to be okay. It's yeah, like yeah, a- yeah. Right, yeah. All right, all
0: right. I can see the sound coming through, <laughs> but dude, I can
1: hear you so much I know. better. That's what I was. I thought I was like having issues because we just smoked a bunch of weed. I know but we no, did, I'm, but I'm wasn't not, no, not. no, no, it wasn't it, our fault. It, wasn't a, it, it, it was truly weed the, uh, makes it
0: better. It was truly a technological error. Yeah. Um. So really MJ biz let's let's um well before we go there I think let's talk about the other things that you're or have done in the space you had a pet CBD I still do oh I thought you were getting rid of that I thought you were selling that
1: I haven't sold it yet <laughs>
0: oh what the fuck bro? sorry bro I, right. I, I, we
1: can cut that out. <laughs> no that's all right Don't, um it's fine yeah yeah purity Petables, big market bro yeah huge market so I I um while I was working on my licensing, right, you know, f- with Hollister and, and the state and all that shit, um, th- it was kind of a little bit of it, you know, kind of a minute where 12 months I had some time to think about some shit. So I was making CBD in my kitchen for my dog, Dave, and it just helped him. So, I mean, it just really changed his life and being how I am, you know, I wanted to make a product and get it out there and help as many pets as, as I can mainly dogs. I'm not a big fan of cats, but Hey, but, it, you know, it works funny, for cats like, too. I, so I feel like cats have <laughs>
0: less arthritic issues than dogs do. Yeah. And so that was, you just did a yoga move right there. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. I feel, I give my dog, I have a little Chihuahua. And she jumps and she shouldn't be jumping. And she's had a couple of hernia surgeries. Oh, and shit. Yeah. The, perfect candidate for Yeah, because her, she's like freaking launching herself yeah, off of yeah. things that are like 10 times taller than what she is. But... Yeah, I don't think I have any on me. But like, dude, she just... Like, it. she likes the treats. Like, it's funny how dogs will will see certain things. You know what I mean? And like... Yeah.
1: What are you doing? I'm fucking with you. <laughs> You're fucking with, it's like... Uh, there you go. Is that better? Yeah. It's a little better. Yeah, okay.
0: Um... But why, she loves it. She Why like, did it take
1: you that long to get I don't, to that because point? Because I'm really
0: high. Right? <laughs> it won't affect the end
1: product. Okay. It just affects what <laughs> we're hearing.
0: But she l lo- like, you know, dogs won't eat anything you give them. Like they're very specific. But like I break out that CBD treat every time, and they they know, and I could. It totally keeps her. Do you still have some? I do. I well. I've ordered some. But for me? I don't think so. What my the wife fuck? did. It. I don't know, dude. How dare you? I, my wife gets it from the. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a. Um, no, there's a dog store out by our house. Aptos Feed. Okay. And she's come home with pet. But I'll order. I'll get some from you. I don't know, dude. I don't control that part of my life. No. Do you have that control at home?
1: Um. Right now, I. I mean, my, my own stuff that I do. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I do my I, own and, stuff. And then she does her own stuff too. If yeah. you have kids? They're a little older, though. Yeah, my kids are grown. Yeah, see, know, so my life's still 20... a little structured. Still, oh like, yeah, no, no. Here's man. what we're
0: having for dinner. Here's what's for breakfast. Well, like, well,
1: plus, um, you know, I was a single dad. Um, got uh, divorced when I, when my kids were five and three and. I, I raised them myself, you know, mainly for like five, six years. That's rough. Um, you know, it was actually I, I wouldn't trade it for anything no, else cause, Did you have them full time? Oh fuck yeah! Oh wow! Yeah, that is gnarly. I, I, I wouldn't trade that though. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> check this out. So I, I've always had my own business. So I, I um, moved to San Diego. This is two thousand two, and within like six months, um, I was a single dad which was one of the... It was the third best thing that had happened to me up until that point, besides my two boys being born. So it was good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, it wasn't like things were crazy or anything. It was just, I was like, oh, shit. Now, um, raised them for like five years. Then the mom came back in a picture, worked shit out, and and we were 50-50, which was great. Um i had my kids half the time and then i can go do other shit half the time and sure. actually plan it Yep. you know cuz yep. it was a structured one you know um so so that was great and then uh yeah so my kids sorry i i, I kind of spaced out on that for a second no
0: dude that's deep shit i yeah, yeah. i also was a single dad for probably about 8 years um still dated, but just didn't incorporate anybody into my life, you know? And so I had, and mine was half 50, 50, but at, at a certain point he became old enough where he could make decisions on where he wanted to stay. And we we kind of acknowledged that and let it happen to a point, you know? Um, but I feel like as a single parent, it's really weird. People talk down on it or like, it's not the best thing in the world, but you've, focus so much more on the kids when you have them. Like, I feel like when you have kids every day with you, you start taking it for granted. You don't go to the soccer practices. You don't,
1: I didn't do that.
0: You don't fight into things, but like, but you, you, because you had them every day, full time. I went to everything. Yeah. But not everybody does. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, I, but not everybody does a lot of people just drop off kids and like I i've coached, the opposite of I've coached my dad little did. league and like like people just drop their kids off I have to wait till they yeah, yeah forty crazy. minutes afterwards for them to come pick them up you know so yeah. but I felt like as a single dad I put more effort into focusing on being a major part of that that child's life and so now with my new with you know we've been married for thirteen years i think um like I still kind of focus and put that effort into my kid, even though I have them every day. Like, this is a rare one where I'm not home yeah, or not, you know, traveling where I'm not like chilling with them. So it's like, appreciate your kids. Like, it's like you said, it's like the best thing that ever happened to you.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. I, I pretty much uh, up until recently I, I was at everything. That's the way it should be their entire life. Why, why wouldn't you? exactly for for both of them you know it, it kind of sucked for my younger son um <laughs> uh, because i would force him to go like if we, i was like if we were if if my older son was going to a birthday party well, your brother's got to come with you. Oh, my god, So <laughs> gnarly. I know, but I, I had no option, you know, yeah. I'm, I, and, and I'm going or, or you know. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. Oh, true that, true that, because yeah, you've yeah, got it, to it, go it, with the kid. Yeah, I mean, it's. The other one's not going to stay home. Yeah, yeah. It, there was no one there. Like, I, I moved to California with zero family. Wow. Just a, a friend, business partner that ended up blowing up. Wow. Yeah. Blowing up in a bad way? Oh
0: yeah. Oh that's yeah. Uh, sorry about
1: that. Yeah, you know shit happens.
0: So on, on having kids, like it's always a hot topic around when do they know that you smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so and you're not
0: puffing hash bones in front of your kid necessarily.
1: Oh uh, now, yeah. Of course. Well now he's 20 and 22. Yeah, yeah, twenty and twenty two. Um no, I Because,
0: um, like by the when your kids were young enough to know you smoked weed. That was well before 64 and definitely in Prop 215, but.
1: Yeah, not that far. It was, my, my, my oldest was um, graduating high school.
0: When he knew you started smoking, when he knew you were smoking weed. Yeah. Shut the fuck, did he believe in Santa Claus too? How did you pull that
1: off? Um, well. You're a discreet smoker? Well, here's how I did it. Okay. You know, I, I Take notes, everyone. I, I don't really drink. Okay. Okay. So they never really saw me drink. Okay. Maybe four times That's in their cool. entire life. And I wouldn't smoke weed until I put them to bed. So all my shit was done. I I was, past tense, a disciplined cannabis smoker. Right. You know, I I wouldn't be high around them. And then um, as I got older, um, you know, edibles were pretty good, you know. (laughs) <laughs> but like really 18 for yeah, the youngest yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, I I remember. Your oldest one knew before that though, right? No, 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 it was him. The oldest one the the younger one knew younger because the older one knew he gotcha, was automatically gotcha. yeah, it's a default. He's, he's ahead of the game. So 18 and 16. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it, it floored him. Absolutely floored me. Couldn't believe it. And then I was like, well, Hey, if you think that's uh, something, check this out. They kind of laid out the business plan. <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: Yeah, it's always it's always interesting. Like, listen, drugs are not for everybody. Yeah, no. And uh, but if you do them properly, you're okay. You just have to kind of keep them in check sometimes.
1: Well, I'm, I mean, honestly, you know, I'm I'm against you know coke and all that other shit, coke crack, heroin, all that, well, that other yeah. stuff. I'm highly against all that. If it's Um, in if it's in my presence, that either needs to go or I'm going to go. Yeah. There's not going to be this, you know, it's no big deal. Hey, if someone wants to do that, cool. Yeah. Not your program. I'm just going to bounce. And that's, you know, let's, there is a lot of that flowing through the space. Yeah. Which fuck dude blew my mind. I had no way. I mean, I I guess it's everywhere. Right. You know, but it's really heavy in this space. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, I've seen some weird shit that's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and everybody used to think, like, oh, weed's a gateway. But it's not, I don't feel like weed's a gateway. <coughs> no. You know? No. I mean, people are, are the one that, I mean, you know, I I did drugs when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. And uh, I chose to. Weed didn't make me do it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. But people will always say
0: that weed's some sort of a gateway. So that goes back to kids, right? So your kids didn't know until 18 or 16. Right. And then they were floored by it. Yeah, totally floored by it. That was like what So did they have the dare program then? No, they weren't still doing dare no. at their school.
1: No. My oldest boy, when no, I when no, he found I out so. I
0: was smoking weed, he was like, you know, there was I might as well have been Satan because the school was teaching him the dare stuff and the Reagan shit. Yeah, and I was, I owned a surf shop. Yeah, you know, it's like we smoked <laughs> weed every day, dude. It was it was not anything that was uncommon, and he just happened to catch me. You know, and I tried to play it off like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm a dragon. It's dragon smoke, you know. But eventually I had to kind of come to terms with it, you know, and just explain to him, like, this is what, you know, So we're doing. And he had epilepsy, oddly enough. And so by, like, 15, 16, he had kind of started smoking weed himself, yeah, which I feel kind of helped his epilepsy. And now it's kind of not really happening anymore for him.
1: I, I, I would agree with that. I, I know, you know, like, me personally, I don't take any, any drugs whatsoever. And I think cannabis is, it you know, keeps you pretty even with shit.
0: And I think it keeps you astute. And yeah. I think if like you don't completely burn out, like where you're just smoking endlessly all day long and just f- going to another dimension, I think it really does kind of keep you focused in some fashion. Like it does for me, anyways. Like I, I see, and it keeps me young. Like I feel like I'm a little more young because I smoke
1: weed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe that's what it's been all my life is uh, is why I look younger than I am because I smoke weed. Well, it's true. That, that's it. It's true.
0: I think it's, I
1: think... Plus, I mean, we don't smoke cigarettes. You know,
0: cigarettes will age you pretty quickly. Cigarettes age you pretty quick. Alcohol does yeah, yeah, alcohol, as well. But totally. it's like, as long as you, I feel like weed pretty, like you should be able to get whatever you need from weed
1: for pretty, the most part. Pretty
0: close. And if you're not, then you got to figure it out.
1: Weed in your diet yeah the people's diet do you are get cheap. the munchies at all? oh dude on the back side of an edible is my problem that that's my challenge on um, what do you do do you just turn it? <laughs> it's like good. I don't know if I can say it on, on the radio. On do you no, 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 no. I just fucking eat. Do you just
0: Tasmanian devil the fridge and the cupboards? Well,
1: well yeah. And, and like, we typically only have like good shit. You know, you know like there, there's that, um, like, shoving, low, low you're fat ice cream. granola yeah, in yeah, your yeah, mouth. Yeah, like, yeah. I got that. I, I, I have done that. <laughs> but dude, I, I used to be um, 325 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. What are you now? Oh shit! I'm two thirty-five. Oh, that's good. Nah, I used to be one. I, then I got down to one ninety-six. And is it all diet related for you? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent diet. And, and, so no edibles n- at n- the n- end of the n- day. N- diet and exercise. Yeah, that's really the key. I mean, you know that. Yeah, but are you, so
0: no edibles at night for you, because otherwise you just. Well, no, um, Fridays. You do them on Fridays. Edible Fridays. Uh, every Friday. Pretty much, and then on the downside of that, you just well
1: mo food. I, I do my best not to, but you do. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I try to have some low fat shit so I can eat a little bit extra, and it's yeah. I, I don't. You know, you know what my go
0: to's been, but dude, it's so fucked up. But
1: like Twinkies or something? no,
0: dude, because that's like I'm same, dude. I if I don't necessarily do edibles, I, I, but if already, I do a bong in at night, next thing you know, I'm fucking plowing through chips and yeah. cereal and. My wife's like, really? It comes out <laughs> like a fucking yard sale of bowls and sh- quesadillas. <laughs> and like. No, I've been eating like shelled sunflower seeds. So like they come in a pack like for salads, with, like a big pack yeah. at Trader Joe's. And I just fucking.
1: Were we talking about that at the uh, party with
0: Maybe. my wife? Possibly, yeah. I just fucking eat the sunflower seeds. and then She makes a hummus out of those. Out of like, I'll probably eat like three or four handfuls, drink a soda water. Boom, it might blow up in your stomach. <laughs> Done. Like, I don't have any problems wanting to eat more. But uh-huh. the problem is, is, like, I think we, for whatever reason, our bodies are stressing. And, like, what the, what the fuck, fuck did you just do again? I don't know what happened. Right Pe- there. there
1: you go. Better
0: upgrade some shit. <sighs> don't take pic There it is. It's back. <laughs> it's back. Um, so, the megabone is next what's uh, what's after
1: megabone? What else you got? What else you got in your pipe one to ones yeah well um you had asked me maybe 10 minutes ago like products and shit like that, right? So yeah. um I like to make products that I like to use right that, so you're... that may not be the best way to to pick a market, you know, but I mean, um, that's just I'm, I'm, I'm able to do that. You know, so so we'll have other products that um you know for for other market segments, but I just So we'll, what's next? Yeah, yeah, so what's next is You got the megabone. Um we've been working on this stuff called uh nano pure and it's a uh, nano encapsulated stuff. And uh I am gonna develop a spray. Oh, so people can just spray yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, because 'Cause I've been um I'm kinda tired of smoking. You know? You can hear my voice is raspy. A little raspy. Might be a little sexy raspy, but it is kind it, of sexy yeah. raspy. But yeah, it, it's i I would rather you know a two and a half milligram spray, uh-huh. kind of microdose, and then uh, you know if I want to do twenty sprays and, and have a party, I can. And is it hard to do something like that? Um, yeah, you know it's the, the formula the, the, to get it right, taste the the delivery, and yeah. then like shit. And what is it? The base is oil. No, what's the base?
0: Like, how? What are you? It's... Um, Extracted THC? It's a secret. Okay. Fuck. Like, so you're doing some secret shit. Turns it into a mist. How many mists... Like wow, do, One do
1: pump that? is uh, two and a half milligrams. Okay. And uh, then the bottle THC. is like what? 20 milligram bottle or 25 milligram bottle? Still working on the different like sizes. I'd I like to have a thousand milligram bottle. And you can with... Uh, with edibles? With tinctures. Tinctures. Not with edibles.
0: Yeah, so, edibles, so it's 100, right?
1: Yeah, it's 100 milligrams and then uh, 10 milligram doses.
0: Right. I was surprised in the chocolate report tonight. You know, though, it's kind of been trending
1: down. But but it that data is kind of skewed for several reasons. One, other states allow hemp right. to be in the supply chain. Right. Okay, so that would dramatically change things here. Why is California barring that or
0: like making it like where you can go buy the shit at a fucking liquor store or a gas station, but you can't buy it in a dispensary where it's regulated and tested.
1: Or or I can't use the same, not the same, but you know, a a hemp derived version as an ingredient. Um, can't do that either. and, And I, I can't even process it in the same building. Why? Because, um, how do we change that? I think they're going to work on it. You know what I mean? Um, it may change at some point um you know, Hollister just passed an ordinance actually regulating hemp as cannabis. oh wow, yeah, so that means that I can do it and oh, so that's a good I think, thing. well, no, because then they're they're taxing it the same Ooh. as cannabis, so i'm I'm not going to do that right, seven percent there, right uh five oh, it dropped no. It's a seven dollars a square foot for cultivation and five percent gross sales for pretty much everything else. That's pretty steep, though. Stop moving around. What the fuck am I supposed to be like a robot? Yeah, that's
0: still five percent's tough.
1: Yeah, you know it's the cost of doing business. Say, you know, but not on hemp. I mean, it's not the same. It's not the same commodity. You know, it's just not. And and I refuse, refuse to do that. So um, I'll be working. To get that change there, or I will be doing that in a different location, elsewhere. Yeah, but you know, we we will be doing it. You, you know, we're or... inevitably. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it's it's already in
0: progress. What the fuck, man! I don't know, dude. It's like dude, weird. I'm gonna throw these. It's farms. it's like hot. It's like um, haunted or something. There's something happening. Um, so as we wrap this up, because believe it or not. We're at 50 minutes, which is fucking pretty quick. Yeah, it is pretty quick. I can do this for a couple of hours. I know, right? It's fun. Um, Speaking of fun, you're launching a podcast.
1: Yes. What is it called? It's called The Hustlers Sesh. Yes. It's uh, where we actually smoke out. Right. You know, and and then um, talk about the industry. Kind of like this, right? Right. You know, but... um, we're gonna get realer on the hustler slash, not uh, <laughs> no, 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 just just joking. More real, yeah, 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 more real. We're gonna get deeper, We're bro. We're gonna get deeper, bro. Well, We're gonna get the real the shit. The thing
0: is that you and I have these like the thing I like about hanging out with you is like we have these intellectual conversations about the space, kind of nerd out a little bit on what's like happening, what's where it's going, what people should be doing, and it's an endless progression of that. So realistically. Like, there's so much to talk about so frequently that you can just keep, like, it's, yeah the the fodder for the content is almost, like,
1: never-ending. No, but back to that, it's, uh, yeah, it's called the Hustler Sesh. Yeah. And it's, you know, just interviewing other cannabis gonna, rock stars like you. Thank
0: you. You're a bigger rock star than me, no, but are no, we no, doing no. the, are we smoking a hash bone during that thing?
1: Yes. Well, if you're with me, yes. If you're on home, the phone, it's whatever you got. Yeah, but yeah. I will be smoking hash. Brown. Does it but, requ- but is it required
0: to smoke before you talk?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're not going to sesh with me, then we can't talk. Well, it does. It's not. It's called the Hustler's sesh. Yeah, no, I like it. I love your logo, by the Thank way. Thank you. It's cool. We talked about that before <laughs> we got on,
0: um, and it's it's one of those things that like it fits. Like I'm excited for that to come out. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get some heads, dude. You have Uh-oh, some okay. fucking heads that will come on that thing. I,
1: I want to get Mike Tyson on. Why wouldn't he do it? I mean, think of uh, so. I'd be afraid to smoke weed without you. I, I mean, I'm love, not. Af- I, I don't want to love be afraid. To smoke weed. I would love to smoke a hash. I'd be intimidated with, with them, yeah. I'm, uh, I I know that I'll meet him. I'm, sure, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I. Why I, wouldn't you meet him? I think I can manifest things. A hundred percent. You know, with intention. Yep. Um, and, and action. Do you? So, I know. Action never, is actually the mistake. We can go a little longer. So, here's in, the
0: deal So, I'm so weird about manifestation that, like, I will acknowledge the worst that can happen, but then it gets kicked out of my head. Because I, I feel like if it even occupies any real estate in my head, it could potentially manifest what I don't want to have happen. So, I try to focus on only what I want to have happen, and I'll even speak to it. To the point where sometimes it annoys people. Like, when some people would be annoyed to hear you say, I'm going to meet Mike Tyson. It's like, sure you are. Right. But, like, if you truly manifest shit, it will
1: happen. Yeah. I 100% believe it. Yeah, see, when people, like, act like that, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm gonna just, do- I feel, no, no, I feel no, sorry no, for him. No, like, fuck you. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of just how I, 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 I was born that way. Because really.
0: if you want to get something done, you just... I'm going to yeah. get it done, you know? And so that's another thing I really love about you. You're like, I'm going to do this, like man of action.
1: Yeah. Like, it's really well, important for well, to be a man of action. Again, that's the missing ingredient. Like if you, if you watch the secret, right. Yeah. Okay. It was all about positive intention yeah. and, and affirmations and all this stuff, which they're all great Yeah. and they all work. You, you actually need them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have them, um, but without tying action to that, Nothing, it doesn't happen. You got to do. Yep. You have to. You have to put your foot in front of your other foot, get beat up, get back up, put your foot in front of your other foot. Yeah, it's nonstop. Get beat up, get up. I mean,
0: you just, you just got to do. One of the things that I always, and we'll we'll wrap after this, but one of the things I always struggled with was like thinking that somebody was going to work as hard as I would, and not even like hard, Mm -hmm. just with as much passion. That I would like anything I do, I do like a hundred and ten percent.
1: Amos, that works as hard as I do.
0: Well, you, you're
1: she's f- f- fucking. And my, me,
0: yeah, I, I would have to say my wife, in her own yeah. vein, works. But that's having a
1: great partner. Oh, she's amazing. But most people don't have that. No, partner. no. I I, well, I, I went through some hell <laughs> to get here. But you learned. Oh yeah, I learned. I, I, I've got the, the scars from crawling on broken glass. Yeah. But the cannabis space saved you. So yeah, okay, <laughs> Hashbones,
0: let's turn it positive, Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashbones available in your local dispensary. If it's not in your local dispensary, is there a website they can go look at to find? Yeah,
1: so um, com. Okay. And there's a um, a store locator on there. And then what about Instagram for that? Instagram is at HollisterCannabisCo okay and then follow that, us on instagram it'd be awesome right we will push that and then when we put this out and yeah. then you're doing the podcast called the hustler sesh right uh coming soon nice um and um yeah and uh you know we, we also have our purity petables pet tincture in dispensaries as well that's a 20 to 1 oh, that's a whole other thing we can talk about yeah later you know and that's puritypetables.com. No no no. No, no. That, that that's still Hollister Cannabis oh, Coke. Okay. Be, because that's a, a cannabis derived C B D version. You know, we have a hemp. And it works, version. people, for your dog. Yeah, it's, it's, your cats. Uh, yeah, it's amazing.
0: Know? I know, don't say that, bro. Uh-huh. I have a cat. Uh-huh. I love my cat. All right. All right. But cats are less prone to the bullshit that dogs get, for sure. Like dogs get way more broken up. Yeah, that's not why, but well, I'm just saying, dogs are usually more fucked up than cats. <laughs> all right, dude. I'm, I'm probably
1: be, alienating a bunch of people. Right ah, there, who cares? Pissing off the cat dude, people. I, I'm only joking. So it, it works for them too.
0: Really appreciate you coming through, bro. Um,
1: Thanks, man. I, I, we, really appreciate I look. You know it, what I look forward to is time.
0: doing the hustler sesh. Yeah, like and just doing it back and forth, and like sharing guests and dude. It's it's a fun. Right. It's therapeutic. Are you going to come to Hollister? Fuck yeah, dude. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I come over there all the time. Just you're all never right. there. Okay, Well, wow. It's hot as hell over there. Yeah, it was like 105 yesterday. Jesus Christ. All right, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to this edition of Cannabis Karaoke, another kick-ass podcast about all things cannabis. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and our website, CannabisKaraoke.tv. And if you or someone you know would like to be on the show, please hit the book your interview button on the right. Cannabis Karaoke. Grab the mic and tell your story.
1: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to PodConnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.